You're listening to The Impulse Forum, where imagination, education, and inspiration create enterprise. What is the pulse? The pulse is the burst of imagination combined with the creative drive to pursue your true purpose. As you listen, consider these four things. Number one, observe. Observe each guest. What are their interests, their talents and skills, and also the character traits that define them and make them stand out? Number two, identify. Identify your own interests, skills, and talents. What resonates with you as you listen to each speaker? Number three, engage. Engage your community. What are the opportunities and local programs available to meet and connect with people of like minds with similar interests and passions as yourself? Those who will help you develop your skills as you pursue your goals. Remember, Your dreams are interdependent with those who have gone before you. Number four, pursue the pulse. Take the first step to invest and develop your gifts and talents into marketable skills. Pursue the pulse today. For this premier episode of the Impulse Forum, we interviewed Principal John Denno of Napomo High School and Pastor Ralph Hernandez, founder of Be Strong Life Campus Clubs. They share insight into the challenges and hardships being faced by students and educators in our public schools as a result of the extended COVID-19 shutdown. They also share how you can get involved and provide support. We begin with Pastor Ralph. So first of all, well, uh, thank you so much, uh, Kevin, for having me here. And uh, Mr. Denno, it's quite an honor to be here with you today. And uh, yeah, so it's been a different uh, time together here this season with COVID. Uh, Normally, we're on campus interacting with not only the students, but uh, administrators, teachers, custodians, and just uh, as a support to uh, our high school campus and uh, in our community also. And Be Strong Life is basically a club on campus that... uh, Basically, we say our purpose there is we call the best in you to transform the world around you. And so there's uh, so much that you can look into, you know, as, as a student, you know, com- uh, being able to get involved with your community or different clubs or just, uh, you know, at a workplace. How can you change uh, the atmosphere, the the things around you without being influenced in a negative way. And so we come alongside students to help mentor. And so being around a high school campus and administrators that uh, welcome the community to come and be a part gives us a, 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 an open eye or opens our eyes to see their needs on campus because uh, many parents or even people around the community don't know what the needs are for administrators, teachers, even for that matter, custodians. You know, it's just not just our students, but as a community in whole or at large, there are so many things that we can, as a community, come to support 
our um, high schools or even our elementary schools. And so part of Be Strong Life is about coming and adopting a high school campus. And so it gives us a big vision because we know that everything in our community, at least, centers around the high school. So we want to be a big part of that in supporting our, our local high schools. Yeah, so, Pastor Ralph, when did you initially begin the um, Be Strong um, Life Club on the Napoma High campus? So, we officially started Be Strong Life, I believe it was in 2015, maybe 2016. Um, and we started in a classroom, uh, a small classroom, and uh, very quickly moved into a larger classroom because we had so many, so much involvement with students that uh, we had to go back to the administrator and say, can you get us a bigger room? And so uh, a couple of weeks after that, they were able to, uh, to bring us or get us into a bigger room. And now we meet into a, a fairly large room that uh, accommodates uh, a, a good amount of our students. We, we get in an average of 70 to 120 students at lunch. So, uh, Principal Denno, how do you view opportunities to work with clubs like this and people like Ralph, and how do you see them coming alongside and, and working to fulfill your objectives? You know, earlier we had talked about uh, my previous experiences, and, and one of the those was working in Madera Unified School District, where our superintendent um, worked cooperatively with the community churches. And uh, every community church adopted one of the school sites. As a continuation high school principal, I thought, heck, there's no way anyone's going to adopt my school. Uh, but we did. The 4th Street Church in Madera adopted us and, and really began to support staff and students. Obviously, as a public school, um, you know, we, we have that separation of church and state. However, you know, the introduction with Pastor Valdez and, and, and Pastor Ralph really began with youth ministry, and those students are already on our campus. And so, um, you know, that evolution allowed it to grow. As schools, many times we can identify problems, but we don't know how to utilize some of our resources. And we've got members of our community that want to support, they want to give back, and I think it's about, you know, making that connection. You know, what are the community resources that we have and how can it help support the needs we have as a school? So um, I definitely welcome in having uh, any group or organization. Sometimes these are student initiated when you have that student interest. Other times it's just that community connection. It could be uh, for a class presentation, sponsoring scholarships, um, a variety of factors. Uh, high schools are, are oftentimes referred to a microcosm of our society. Uh, as you uh, mentioned, you know, high schools are the center point, uh, Ralph, in, in terms of, <clears throat> of our community. We provide entertainment. We provide athletics. Uh, we provide some labor and workforce. We em provide employment. Um, and so I think the greater connectivity we have with our community and the more partnerships we can build, the better we can serve our students. Ralph, going forward, so what, what are some of your objectives as far as like navigating through COVID, like some uh, ways that you are looking to mobilize the community through Be Strong Life? Uh, what, what kind of steps are you taking or plans that you have going into the next year? Well, as a youth pastor for years, 
uh, since I was in my 20s, <laughs> uh, I recognize that uh, we are so a, a essential in what we do with helping young people. And for me, initially it was a, a, a situation that we really had to think about how do we navigate uh, respecting our school districts, rules and their implementations, but yet we can't stop connecting with young people because they're they're in a situation like everyone else is walking out something that none of us have walked through. And so I realized in the norm, young people are still going through their situation, whether it's neglect or just depression, um, Situations at home, uh, someone to talk to, uh, father, as we know it, there, this is a fatherless generation. And we can't stop doing what we're doing because of a situation that rises up. We have to begin to really dig down deep and, and really, you know, for, for us, it was, okay, God, how do we navigate through this one? Because it, there is no other way that we're just going to stop and lay down because there's so many young people and for that matter, for so many people that need help in whatever situation we can or bring them, whether it's food or to someone to talk to. So through that, in conversations with uh, Mr. Dano, it's, and, and also realizing that the district are laying some rules down that they have to follow. And we just want to stand by with, okay, when it does open or when rules start to to open up, how can we be involved in helping out in any in any way or any situation? So, as school started again, nobody knew how this was going to navigate through. But in the back of our minds, we're like, okay, everyone's going virtual. So, uh, Mr. Deno and I had a conversation in regards to how about having virtual clubs. And so now, uh, moving forward, we have started clubs at the Napomo campus uh, as far as virtually and meeting on a regular basis throughout the week. And so we have had uh, students show up to, to that half hour time and been able to uh, encourage them, uh, ask if they're, how they're doing, uh, give our message, uh, and, and have them engage into uh, something that maybe none of them have experienced, like today. Uh, we had club uh, earlier today, and uh, you know there were some prayer needs that they were definitely concerned with. And these prayer needs were one of them wanted prayer for one of their parents that needed a job. They were just laid off yesterday, you know. So we navigate through that. Uh, we had another student said, "I have a family member that is very depressed right now with everything that's going on." So if you talk about if. We are in a position to be essential for a community. It, it very well shows up when you begin to talk to someone. And I, I feel like we can't be in an idle position. We always have to press forward because our vision as Be Strong Life is to be there in support of however way we can and to, to really support our students, first of all, and to engage these students to know that deep down within them, they can really, you know, rise up to an occasion, even though they're in that situation or a situation, that there's somebody there that can hear them, 
pray for them and encourage them and bring them up and dig d- deep inside to to that value that they have, the significance that they are. So in closing, I'd like you both to talk about, um, you mentioned adopt a school, and that's one of your your three, I believe, tenets, your goals is to encourage churches and communities to adopt a school. Um, how can, what, what, speak to the potential church or community organization that would come along and adopt a Napomo High School or a New Tech High School or an Aurora Grandy High School, what would you say to them? Again, as Pastor Ralph pointed out, there are some guidelines that we need to adhere to. Um, However, I think that uh, churches and and businesses, individuals, uh, can all find a way to appropriately support schools, and and especially in this time, if not more so any other, is that morale. As I mentioned earlier, our teachers are, are overcoming uh, lots of, of challenges. I've observed teachers who are talking, they're delivering great content, they're, you know, they're delivering a great education with no response from students. Uh, and in fact, many of them don't even have their cameras on, so they just see icons on their computer. And, and that's, you know, even if you can get that physical, uh, verbal or nonverbal communication, that's some affirmation for what you're doing. And so to help them persevere through that, uh, you know, for, for Ralph and his wife, Kathleen, uh, to help orchestrate, you know, uh, uh, some breakfast items uh, a couple weeks ago in the morning, that's just one highlight, one thing that makes them feel valued and appreciated. And, and uh, unfortunately, that, that's a definite need. Yeah, that was very significant to us. We we always wanted to come and support uh, whatever the needs are. And when uh, we learned of a situation we can get involved with, we definitely moved into it and uh, created an atmosphere so that our teachers are appreciated because they are in a situation that's unique and have never gone this way before, basically, in regards to that. Because we do hear the other side of it where teachers who— you know, in confidence would say, you know, definitely keep me in your prayers because this is difficult for us. Not only for them personally, because they have their own families or maybe their own or children that, they, that they're guiding through school, uh, but even realizing the fact that there are students out there that, because these teachers have big hearts, and obviously they do what they do because they like doing what they do, they see situations that you or I may not see. And so this is one of the other reasons why, as a community member, is to get the word out to our community. It's like, we have to support our education department. We have to find the need and fill it so that not only them as educators or, or administrators, they, they have their personal needs, too, that, that we don't know their struggles in. And so for us, it's, this is where we want to be. We want to sound the alarm to our community to say, hey, you know, whether you're a business, whether you're a club and a community club or a church, uh, this is an area that you can get involved with. And, and it, it's something that I believe why I'm here uh, serving our community. This is my purpose in life. Excellent. I want to thank you both for coming in today. Uh, excellent interview and just uh looking forward to future work together um and just also seeing our community come around i really believe there's an opportunity here 
we're going to see some people step up and and uh, really you know begin to adopt some schools and to come alongside what's going on because it's our kids we're talking about and just uh, you know that's the way I approached that first invitation Mr. Denner was I'm a parent first my son's going to this school and you know he wound up going through some really difficult times as a student without COVID you know and you just add that to the to the uh, the mix, and you can only just guess what uh, students are going through, but also staff too. And I know that like the fact that you're going to go back to your office and your your son is there, b- getting educated at the same time you're at work says exactly what we're talking about here. And I just appreciate you taking the time out today to to join us. And and Pastor Ralph, thanks for everything that you're doing. Thank you, and thank you, Kevin, for your invitation. We sure appreciate it. Today's episode was sponsored by Social Clicks Digital Marketing. Get your business dominating on the digital street. Also sponsored by Emerald Wave Media and Mega 97.1 FM. With special thanks to Ed Car Carey, Pastor Mark Valadez, John Denno, and Pastor Ralph Hernandez. Our producer is Tim Motter, with original music by Kevin Colton and Tim Motter. Thanks for listening. And remember, pursue the pulse. Tune in next time to hear Mark say, I earn enough money to buy a cassette recorder. 